that. And so it's been stressful. And trying not to get upset about it is also hard. I've been laying awake at night thinking about it. Obviously, I kept it out of this episode until, until I could barely talk about anything else. I ran out of what else to talk about, so I have to tell you what's really going on is that my son's driving me wild, and my daughter is watching and learning, of course. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You are tuned into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. The Godcast. The Dad Podcast. What I meant when I said that fans of What's the Matter with Me could change the course of history. In the last episode, I think I made some claims, apparently. One of them... Well, we'll get to that. You are tuned in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John. I'm 44 years old, husband, father of two, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster. And I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. Okay, yo, check me out. It's the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Check it out at What's the Matter with Me.org. What I meant in the last episode, what I meant by saying that the fans of What's the Matter, because, you know, it was my 200th episode, it seems right that I would go through a crisis then and I guess I was like I should just stop I should delete my podcast my wife was like what are you doing and then I decided not to and because I'm paid through the year and the fans of what's the matter with me podcast emailed me to be like, you shouldn't stop making your podcast. So uh, what I what I meant, I was talking about the fans, and I said the fans of what's the matter with me podcast could change the course of history. Is that there's enough of them to form a rock band, and that's what rock bands do right but there's enough of them they could be like a big rock band like blood sweat and tears they could be sly and the family stone one of those big rock bands that's a whole genre we could have a special on the radio of that just music made by rock bands that are like 10 people or more the fans of What's the Matter with Me podcast could change history. That's interesting because the interesting kind of claim because I used to listen to this whacked out conspiracy theorist 
on KFJC when I was in high school. He was on after the reggae guy, and he would talk about how, like, you know, Kennedy was killed by all sorts of things that weren't Lee Harvey Harvey Oswald and, you know, alternate information. I don't want to talk it down too much because then people will get on my case. The conspiracy theorist, you know, it's stuff you don't find in the history books. At the end of his broadcast, he would say like, you know, the listeners, it's important to listen to this anti-fascist conspiracy theory because even the listeners of this broadcast could change, could be enough to defeat fascism. Even the listeners of this very broadcast. And so that's true for what's the matter with me. We could form a pretty good size rock band, tour the world, have like a string section. What the dig that what's the matter with me podcast crazy sound like parliament funkadelic. The big bands, you know, and I was wondering how many Almond Brothers there are. On that note, we took the coffee machine in. It's been since last year in August. It's this weird garage in Berkeley. Should give them a shout out. Canaan Coffee on 4th Street in Berkeley. So you have to like book a 15 minute window and you can check your machine in. And so I always bring mine or I, what am I talking about always? One time last year in August, not last August, not this August, but last August, August 2022, took the coffee machine in to get it cleaned and like serviced and they kind of like do all this descaling the boiler back flush and all this and it makes the machine really really hum for a couple of months and then you get you get used to it but i think my machine is in pretty good shape because of them so we took it in for the annual once over back flushing they make the water go in the out way and they descale the boiler by putting like citric acid in it coffee talk come over have a have a coffee sometime all of my walking sticks are bent right now or there or something's like bent or the handle is broken so i called in the warrant i have them all piled up in the corner of my house like that's useful i have uh, these bent walking sticks and so i i wrote in the warranty on one of them and so I'll get a new one next week. What what to do with the pile of bent walking sticks? 
It was cool. They were nice with the warranty. I used the Lakey poles to get around. Right now I'm using one with like a broken handle. That's my backup, which I'm not really too keen on that. Last week, we um, DJ Cuber was playing a free show at the Golden Gate Park Bandshell. And so I was like, cool, I, I want I want to always get my kids into that they're Asian people, that they get some strength from that community, being part of it. So I wanted, as soon as I heard DJ Cubert playing in Golden Gate Park, free show, I was like, definitely, we got to go. And it was pretty good. Like, they had a wheelchair it's an accessible space it it was easy to get parking and get in there and it wasn't that crazy i thought it was going to be crowded but that's just my fear the golden gate park band shell is nice the golden gate park band shell i noticed this it had stuff written on it and the wikipedia page calls it Spreckles Temple of Music. Spreckles Temple Temple of Music, also called the Band Shell, constructed in 1900, is in the music concourse at Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. It was a gift to the city from sugar magnate Klaus Spreckles and is one of the largest band shells in North America. It was pretty awesome. I feel like I've been to a show that was more attended. This was kind of a rave drum and bass scene. We saw the opening acts. Um, we saw MF Mama and Tic Tac. And we were there on the early side. It was like drum and bass jungle. And I was like, man, in the 90s are back. One of Nami's family friends who we, we only really see in a classical, classical music environment was there. And it was cool to see her and her husband. They were there and I was, I was like talking to her husband. And I was like, well, there are two pieces of music and the DJ creates a third piece of music. And I was there, like, explaining turntable DJs in a very standard way to Brad. It was pretty great. So we're not going to have a coffee machine for, like, two weeks. I'm going to have a walking stick on Monday. And I think I'll get rid of one of the bent walking sticks. I'm not sure if I'll hide it in the yard or what. So we were at the drum and bass show. I went there in my wheelchair. I was hanging out. There were aging ravers. A guy parked in front of me wearing a Dekine vest. And he had a bike that had a Brooks B-17 black leather seat and a Thompson seat post. So it's like 200 bucks of seat post and bike seat. Forget the rest of the bike. 
Just the C-Post and bike seat. Very expensive. If you're, you know, you could, how about this? You could get cheaper ones. I went to the drum and bass show in my wheelchair. I was just hanging out. We got fish and chips. They had those food trucks. And it, it was chill. We saw the opening acts. Like, we were there at lunchtime. It was pretty great just to hang out there. And to see family, friends, and they were hanging out with John and Coco. John got a lobster roll, and he didn't finish it. So he ate, like, two-thirds of a lobster roll. Like, who does that? Who's like, oh, this lobster roll, it's too much for me. Now I'm going to throw it away. That's kids for you. Lobster Lobster roll. I couldn't believe it. It was, you know, San Francisco, it's like that. Like, I asked my wife, I'm like, I'll have a hot dog. She comes back with fish and chips. Because that's what they had. I went to the back there. And I went all around this area, the music concourse, which is kind of a big lawn with some fountains. And the D. Young Museum, Hall of Science, all that kind of stuff. But I went back to where they had the food trucks and they just had the lobster roll truck and the fish and chips truck. And the bathrooms were super clean. And there wasn't a line. It was very mellow. We were there from like noon to 1.30. We had to get back because John John had basketball practice. So I haven't been writing a lot of poetry, but I've been submitting a lot of poetry. I got it in my mind from Joe that I would do that, that I would submit some poetry. So I just have been kind of doing it every like yesterday day before just kind of grinding away and trying not to think it all just to like assemble the submission cover letter send it in so i mean i have submitted my poetry to 10 publications of course i would say if i get my my poetry published somewhere else i'll tell you i will tell you are you kidding me I might get a tattoo on my face saying I am a published poet. Put that I'll put that in my my the drawer full of um ideas for facial tattoo quotations. Yeah, I keep that. I keep one around. Everyone should have one. It's better than getting an actual face tattoo of a some quotation is to have a, a drawer full of scraps of paper upon which you write ideas for things to get tattooed on your face here's one i submitted poetry to 10 publications that's like if it doesn't work out you could do i'm a published poet Or you could do, I submitted poetry to 10 publications. Either way, it's probably not a good idea to get a tattoo on your face. 
Something that is good to put on your face, put in your face really, is hopping hot sauce. You know, you gotta play the jingle, word up, jingle, jingle for life. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. I had to think about what to say to say there, and it was jingle for life. Put it in your face, hoppin' the hot sauce. Always eat it. Did you know? I learned today that the number one sandwich in America like that we eat the most of is a grilled cheese sandwich. Number one, grilled cheese. And you know what has got to be the number one hot sauce to put on grilled cheese? It's hopping hot sauce. So check it out. Now about hopping hot sauce, I'm making more of it. So right now, my to do my to do list is get chili powder. Find out the weight of the chili powder that I need from the food scientist. Order new labels, new labels for the bottles. Like it's just like this every day. It'll be produced in November. I got a month. I, I didn't get the day yet. I got a month. So I'm pretty stoked. Because we're running out of original flavor hopping hot sauce. We're not running out, but we're coming to the end of it. But we, we very well could run out. Remember we had that supply chain thing? No, it's not happening this time. But it could get pretty low. We'll see. So every day I'll be on the phone with the hot sauce people, the pepper suppliers and the cooks and the food scientists and everything, the label makers. I guess I'm like, my kids right now are really being non-cooperative. I had to take the pencil out of my daughter's hand and that I, that's what I'm thinking about a lot. Because her mom was telling her it's time to put down the pencil. And see, right now I'm getting a phone call from the labeling guy. Hello? I need labels. Anyway, I've been holding off um, on talking about how non-cooperative the kids have been like from the moment they wake up to at night they're really investigating being non-cooperative it's pretty hard and it's hard to stay cool and stay mellow I'm just trying to focus on the things I have to do like make hot sauce I mean obviously nothing on my list was about how the kids have been doing but they have my son hasn't been doing his homework and his teachers I think they're gonna give him a like standard not met on his quarter because he's not turning in his homework and there's like a limited amount that I can force him to do that 
And so it's been stressful. And trying not to get upset about it is also hard. I've been laying awake at night thinking about it. Obviously, I kept it out of this episode until I could barely talk about anything else. I ran out of what else to talk about, so I have to tell you what's really going on is that my son's driving me wild, and my daughter is watching and learning, of course. So... We had the parent-teacher conference last week, and they were basically, they were like, one of his teachers had him two years ago and said, I don't recognize this, the student that's now in front of me from the one I had two years ago when he was doing great. Now he's just not doing his homework. And there isn't time He's like not doing it at all on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then crying about that it's too much to do on Thursday and or like not doing it in the afternoon when he has hours of time and then it gets to be 8 p.m. and we have to take a bath. So every night it's like, this crunch and then every week it's the same kind of crunch it's like back loading all the work so it's I mean man so it's something that is obviously really testing both of us my wife and I so I try and be supportive try not to get upset but It's now or never, you know. There's not time to do the stuff we have to do now later. That's why we have to do it now. So I'm not that inspiring, right? I'm really tired sounding. The way it is is I'm like, are you ready to do homework? And then he's just like, ah, I mean, literally, I'm not exaggerating. And then I'm like, come on, dude, we got to do homework. It's the time we're going to have dinner in a bit. We want to watch the playoffs, maybe. You know, we got to finish our work to do that. Ah! And I mean, really, that's it. It just goes on. Like, there's no community. It's so draining. Ah! And then he's like rending out his eyes. That's kind of the thing he makes. He puts his hands over his eyes and he, it's like he's rending out his eyes while he screams. And it's so draining to be around. Maybe I should show him my impersonation. Probably not. Probably that won't help things. Well, I hope we can get some, I don't know how we're going to break out of this, you know, but I hope we can tip out of this hatred and screaming and instead be more just doing the work, you know, but I'm not sure what's the, the thing that makes it like you won't work at all, but that's where we're at. It's like he's won't work at all.
and it's hard to know where to go from there. All right, well, this is the 30th episode of What's the Matter with Me this year, so I guess there's that. Hope I can get a good night's sleep. Gonna have to check you next time. Thanks for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me. Give me an email, John, J-O-H-N, at World. J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D dot com. John at HoppingWorld.com. I'll give you a shout out. Possibly the best, most likely the best shout out you've ever had. Check it next time.